Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I am Paul Stevenson. Now, today is May the 21st, and we start by wishing former Kinks bass player John Dalton a happy 79th birthday. And today would have been the 79th birthday of guitarist Hilton Valentine, but he sadly passed away last year. Hilton was, of course, the guitar player in The Animals, the man behind the legendary arpeggio intro of House of the Rising Sun, which is a reminder for me to tell you to check out this week's big interview, which came out on Monday with Hilton's former bandmate, founding member of The Animals, John Steele. Now, he tells top stories about upsetting Nina Simone, a wild party in Miami with Herman's Hermits, stories about Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen, and, of course, all All the details on that mega hit, The House of the Rising Sun. Check it out. It's on episode 63, which is out now. But back to today's topic, and it all centers around the number one single in the US on this day in 1983. Yes, on this day in 1983, David Bowie shot to number one on the Billboard chart with Let's Dance. This song was the only one of Bowie's to be number one in the US and the UK, which is incredible when you think of his back catalogue of songs. Now, with me to talk today about this song is a good friend of the show, Mac B. And I asked Mac why he thinks this song, above all of Bowie's others, achieved the success that it did. I definitely think Nile Rodgers plays a huge role. Nile Rodgers has the magic touch, there's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. He, he gets Tony Thompson and, uh, and Bernard to, to play on it. And, uh, and uh, oh, Carmine Rojas, he's played with everybody too. So you get these guys who really know how to get into a groove. Omar Hakim also did some drums on it. I, you can pick out a young Stevie Ray Vaughan on yes. there if you listen. You know, I, I didn't know that at the time, but hearing it later, I hear that tone, that twink. I'm like, that's Stevie Ray's. And I had to look it up like, oh, gosh, yeah, I'm right. So Bowie had this kind of history of working with good people and moving maybe from one era. People talk about the, the Germany years and yeah. stuff like that. This was big also because of MTV in the States. Here's this guy, David Bowie, and he's got these stylish videos that look good on MTV, he looks good, they sound good. So that's my first introduction to David Bowie. And I think, so he brings a little gravitas like I am an artist you're familiar with, but he's also very photogenic and that's kind of been his shtick mm-hmm. his whole career, yep. right? He's he's good looking or he's interesting looking, maybe not yes. even good looking, but he's he interesting creates that image, doesn't he? Yep. Yes, he does. And the cover there he is with the boxing gloves on topless. I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's covering all the bases, right? <laughs> you know, on sexuality. Everyone's excited about that. Um, while I think some of his hardcore fans are like, no, nah, no, nah, the Brian Eno stuff is better and the, the stuff in the 70s, that early stuff he did with Iggy, although Iggy helped him write China Girl. Yes, the stuff yeah. he was doing more in the early 70s, that's more David Bowie. You know, to me, it's very pop, it, but it's also funky because of Nile. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of it's very clean. Or is there some dirtier stuff from back in the thing? And so to me, it's just another phase. And I high, hold it in high regard just because that's where I came in. And it's of an era that I hold near and dear to my heart. I just know it's very listenable. And you can sing along and tap your toes to it. And not all of that, 
is in his catalogue. The brilliant Mac B there. You can hear more from him and his partner Action Jackson on their brilliant show, The Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast. You can check it out now. Well, that's it for May the 21st then. I'm going to be back tomorrow to go way back in time with a crazy story helped out by the rock and roll archaeologist himself. Do not miss it. So, until then, take care.